Hello and welcome to Secrets of Organ Playing podcast. We are your hosts, Vidas Pinkavichus and Oshamut Zeta Pinkavichin. We've been mastering secrets of organ playing for more than 20 years and sharing them on this blog since 2011. On this show, which we create from our home in Vilnius, Lithuania, we strive to help you grow in every area of organ playing, including practice, technique, repertoire, sight reading, hymn playing, improvisation, composition, music theory, harmony, and many others. Our hope is to help you become a complete musician, or what we call as total organist, a program which we have created to help you reach your dreams faster than you would do on your own. If you are new here, we invite you to subscribe to receive free updates of this blog at organduo.lt. By subscribing, you will also receive free video on how to master any organ composition and 10-day organ playing mini course. And now let's go to the podcast for today. I'm here with Andreas Spahn from Germany, whom I met uh, uh, last Thursday, I would say, uh, at Vilnius Cathedral during a recital of Lithuanian organist Balis Vaitkos. But before that, Andreas uh, contacted me via email asking uh, about uh, an opportunity to hear me play uh, because uh, his son is going to start uh, uh, studying at the Vilnius Vilnius University um, Medicine Department. So, you know, I mentioned to him that recital at Vilnius Cathedral and he came. It was a big surprise for me last Thursday. So really, I'm glad um, that uh, we are meeting here at Vilnius University St. John's Church. This is Monday, and this is is September the second day. Uh, And today we have a big celebration for the opening of the academic year at the university. And um, we're going to talk now a little bit uh, in depth uh, what uh, Andreas is doing and uh, what is he practicing and uh, what is he working at church on and things like that. So thank you so much Andreas and welcome to the show. Thank you Vidas, it's a very big pleasure for for me to be here in your podcast. Excellent. Um, Andreas, uh, before we started this conversation, tried out uh, this instrument uh, for a for a mm, uh, for a while playing uh, some of the uh, popular organ music modern created organ music and it sounded sometimes like music from the movies to my ears and um, it seems like uh, like uh, Andreas congregation enjoying is enjoying this kind of music so Andreas can you uh, introduce your congregation to us and what you do there and uh, what's your current environment? <laughs> okay, yes. Um, yeah, you, you know my name, Andreas Spahn, and um, I'm playing the organ since 35 years, the church organ. I started my training in organ, or um, education in the organ, um, first with an electronic organ. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it was less than 10 years old and uh, to start with it and it have only an, a short pedal one and a half octave and I'm too small to get the feet on, on, on that pedal 
but um, yeah, I learned four or five years electronic organ, and then I changed and um, was uh, beginning to play the church organ. Mm-hmm. And um, after some years, I um, uh, um, met the C uh, level ex- uh, exam. Uh, it's an, an, an level for laypersons, um, ed- uh, educa- training on the organ, and um, training on um, on the service and, and playing mass and so on. And at the time, you have to study um, uh, um, liturgic singing, um, uh, choir conductor, um, all the things, uh, singing myself, uh, singing in, in choir. Uh, hymnology yes. and all the stuff for organ building. It was a, a three years education. Music theory, perhaps? Yeah, music theory, uh, ear training as well. Mm-hmm. It was a st- uh, three year uh, training to get organ. And now you can play in church, right? No, now I play in church. Mm-hmm. Uh, since 35 years, I play the service in church, in Catholic and uh, Protestantic church. Mm-hmm. In which town? Which town? It's uh, now in a, t- a small town near Stuttgart in Leutenbach. Leutenbach. Okay. It's uh, about 20 kilometers of, uh, away from Stuttgart in Germany. In Leutenbach and in um, Winnenden, Birkmannsweiler Höfen, the small churches. Mm-hmm. And um, I have I, I played three very interesting organ, organs, small organs, but very interesting and uh, good instruments. It's, it was really interesting to, to hear you play, you know, and you mentioned that the uh, Lutheran congregation stays after the service and listens to your playing, while Catholic congregation just walks out in 30 seconds, right? Yeah. So, uh, do you think it depends on, on their education level about music or mentality, perhaps, or what what is, what is causing this difference? Um, I think it's a It's, um, it's how you um, impact the music in the in the whole service. Mm-hmm. So the service starts starts with singing, or if the service starts with an, an organ music piece, or sometimes someone says the service starts with the bells ringing. Uh-huh. And um, this is one thought about it. And the other thing is you can go out with music, and it's a good feeling to go out with music. On the other side, you can sit down and relax. Repeat, uh, remember the, the um, speech of the pastor at the end, and you have uh, the possibility to think and to follow the music at the end, and you can sit down. So it's a different philosophy, perhaps, and a different behavior in, in different, um, um, how do you call it, um, in different areas and different um, towns. Mm-hmm. Belongs to the pastor if he sits down. Then people, she sit down. Down, people sit down. Mm-hmm. Uh, if he or she goes out, uh, the people goes out. Right. Sometimes it belongs to the service when you have a long service with uh, many um, things in, inside. Um, so we go um, out earlier. Mm-hmm. Yeah, a personal example of past of the pastor is really important, or a priest in, in Catholic Church. Uh, If, if a priest, for example, says, oh no, I cannot sing, so nobody else is singing in that congregation. But if a pastor or a, or a priest, uh, you know, 
shows to, to, to the people how to sing and participates from the altar, then everybody else is motivated to do this as well. Yeah. Yeah, sometimes it belongs, it's, it's our job as an organist to um, uh, so, um, get the, the congregation to the, thing, to the song. Mm -hmm. yeah? To, to um, accommodation, accommodation, I don't to um, comment them that they can sing very well. Mm -hmm. And um, sometimes it's, um, I play in a small arm, small church, so it's possible to um, go to the um, congregation and uh, before the service begins and we uh, train a new, lead, a new song, for mm -hmm. example. Like a rehearsal yeah, for congregation. Like yeah. Sometimes it really works, right? Especially if you want to teach people a new song, new, new hymn, which they haven't sung before and they need some guidance and uh, it's difficult to gather together except for service. So it's a natural environment to come a little bit earlier, like 15 minutes earlier and start. Yeah, only three or four, four minutes earlier. Oh, not, uh, not, not that long. Not, not, not that long, no. There's no, no um, concretation inside the church 15 minutes earlier. Uh -huh. Uh -huh. So you have a, a small period of time you, um, to, to have the challenge and, and to... Just right to, before the service, yeah. you, you come, in, come in in front of them and practice. Practice a little bit. Yeah. Okay, in, in that large church you have a long walk down uh, to your organ, but in, in more, our small church you can... Um, changes that thing very fast. Mm -hmm. uh, you were playing our organ uh, a, a while ago and uh, you asked about the history of the instrument, right? I said it was a rather new instrument, but uh, but uh, we have to clarify that because uh, it was built at the uh, second half of the 18th century, but not in this church, but in, in the church of Jesuit church in Polotsk, which is now part of Belarus. Mm -hmm. uh, but in that time, 18th century, it, it belonged to Lithuanian Polish Grand Duchy, Lithuanian Grand Duchy and Polish Kingdom, Commonwealth, mm -hmm. Commonwealth. So it was a common ter territory. But then the Tsar regime came and, uh, uh, and uh, this church uh, had to uh, sell their organ to Vilnius University uh, and uh, they transferred it here in, in around 1835, you know, Vilnius organ, organ builders, uh, uh, local organ builders brought it here and made it larger. At first in Polotsk it was just one manual okay. with 26 stops with pedals, but then later they added pedal towers and made it into something like um, three manuals uh, expanded and even later at the end of the 19th century a local organ builder uh, Josep Asiradavichus made it into the largest pipe organ in Lithuania but then Soviet time again came you know uh, with war second world war and this organ was in such a bad condition that it was no longer playable and uh, only in, in the 1970s, the Soviets began to understand that it's a cultural monument and began to re reconstruct, the, restore the facade. And not the insides, but the facade as a monument. Mm -hmm. And then in 1983, they started working on the insides as well. So the entire work took more than 17 years, I would say. And in July, 
18 of 2000, there was a big celebration, inauguration of this newly rebuilt instrument, reconstructed, I would say. And uh, the occasion was um, International Society of Organ Builders uh, came to have a congress in the Balticum, uh, in the Baltic states, Vilnius, Riga, and Tallinn. So 200 people here in the audience uh, at that time sitting and uh, listening to uh, various historical instruments around Lithuanian mm -hmm. and Latvian, Estonian countries. And uh, at that time I was, I think, graduating from the music academy and I played uh, part of that concert with my wife and another organist were part of that too, celebration. Uh, so, as you can see, it's all mechanical, mm -hmm. very difficult sometimes to pull the stops, but nevertheless it has some, you know, original touch and, and warmth to it. Yeah, absolutely. It's a very, very nice instrument. It's very, very beautiful and it's, uh, amazing to uh, play the organ in such a huge and beautiful church. Is it somewhat similar or different from your organ that you play? Oh, well, <laughs> um, so a lot of difference. Uh -huh. <laughs> okay. Uh, where to start? I, I, where to start? I played in uh, at, at three instruments regularly. Um, the first in my hometown. It's a new organ. It's uh, less than eight years old. It has uh, twelve stops mm -hmm. uh, and two manuals, and the possibility to use eight stops on both manuals. So you can. Um, uh, have a, a very big variety of um, changing the sounds and the, uh, on, on both manuals. So it's uh, very specific and very very good um, for the, such a small organ. Um, yes, um, you can couple the manuals um, in, in the normal way and with a an, uh, 16 feet couple from the second to the first manual. Mm -hmm. So you have a, uh, possibly you have a evaluate uh, and setting sound of for romantic music. Yes. Do you have 16 foot stops in the manual? No. 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 It's very sm small, though you have an uh, oboe 8 foot mm -hmm. feet. feet. Mm -hmm. um, uh, terz, uh, one three five feet. Um, um, foot, two feet. Uh, massage, two thirty feet. Um, Salisonal, mm -hmm. uh, flute, eight feet, Salisonal and flute, uh, eight feet, um, octave, four feet. So that are the eight um, stops you can change on both manuals. Mm -hmm. Then you have the principal eight feet, that's only on the first manual. Um, octave, two feet and mix, mixture. Yeah. And in the pedal you have um, one register with um, 16, 8 and 4 feet, so that you can um, choose uh, one register with, with um, the different levels on, on principal? different octaves. Is it a principal it's or a, a flute? Supas, uh, flute, supas, yeah. Uh -huh. Like a, uh, with extension, right? Yeah. In 16 foot it goes to the 8, eight and, and 4, so you can have um, all these three It saves space, right? Yeah, absolutely. Mm -hmm. But it's a clever technical solution. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, so Ong is eight years old. The second Ong I played is an, um, an, an org with all this, like here, some old pipes from 18th century, 19th century, mm -hmm. 18, 7, 1877, so around that. Um, it has only one manual, 
but uh, three eight feet, three eight feet uh, register, uh, three four feet register, and um, two or three um, other um, higher register, and uh, three register for the um, pedal, mm -hmm. uh, one manual and pedal, mm -hmm. small one, and it's rebuilt. Um, I think twelve. It's built up new 12 or 13 years ago. And the third organ is an, um, uh, it's called multiplex organ. Mm -hmm. You have only five registers. Uh -huh, but it but, is multiplex. But yes, multiply when you have the possibilities to choose 20 uh, different registers just named, but only with five pipes. Just like the subas in your upper charge, right? Which is extended to, to mm -hmm. 16, 8, and 4. Uh, in multiplex system, you have. Uh, a few rows of pipes, which can be multiplied in many different other stops, but you only have like several ranks of pipes. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So this organ is 75 and uh, nearly 80 years old, uh -huh. and still works, and, and nothing has changed on that organ. It's one of the rare multiplex organs in Germany. In Germany. Because a lot of them. Are built in the United States. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Does it have a nice facade? No. 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 Usually they don't. Because it's why? <laughs> it's not a nice facade. But the other, both on there are very pretty. Mm -hmm. nice mm -hmm. I can send you um, some description of the arms. Sure. You can put it in the link. Excellent. Uh, yeah, it's interesting. Uh, and those three congregations are completely different, right? From each other? No, not so. Not no. So. But then uh, I, I first I played near Frankfurt, mm -hmm. and and there uh, the congregation is different to um, mm -hmm. the congregation uh, near Stuttgart. Yeah, it's different area, different land, yeah. a different kind of people probably. Um, when you work with congregation like that, what challenges do you have to overcome? Do you experience any challenges? Mm -hmm. Mm, we have very different uh, songs to sing. Uh, modern songs, uh, contemporary um, Christian music, and also um, classic songs, uh, well-known old songs. And you have to choose the right um, accommodation um, for that song. Um, mm -hmm. So I, I said, okay, modern pop song, you must have a modern pop song feeling. Mm -hmm. uh, you can't play it with a classical organ sound doesn't work so good, it can work, but it's, it's made a totally different um, style of music. Oh, let me ask you this. Uh, do the same people sing uh, Christian pop music? And uh, do the same people sing also like a morale? Yeah, the same, people. The same, the same people in the same service. In the same service? In the service, same oh. service. So we have, uh, every song is uh, totally different. Can, it could be totally different. Sometimes I've played it with piano, piano. Mm -hmm. sometimes with the organ. Mm -hmm. Do they prefer piano or organ for Christian pop music, for example? Um, I do both. Mm -hmm. um, I must, uh, it, it's a different, you must play different on, on both instruments. Um, but I think it's both, both is possible. 
uh, in Christian pop music, probably you need to have good uh, arrangement skills on, on the spot, right? Because sometimes you only have uh, chords written out, melody, and you have to provide accompaniment mm-hmm. uh, with, with your, let's say, left hand technique and, and pedals if you, if you use them. Uh, where did you learn that? In, at CXM? No, absolutely not. <laughs> at that time, in the CXM, it was. Uh, totally different spare between classical organist and um, pop music and Christian pop music. Yes. That um, was uh, 1919. <coughs> um, it, to nowadays, they get, long, um, they get together um, a li- little bit more. Um, I think I learned it uh, as I played the electronic piano, electronic, electronic yeah. organ, mm-hmm. electronic organ. Um, and uh, this kind of technique I use mm-hmm. for, for the commentation of the, um, the songs sometimes or sometimes and I, I put it together with organ sound and I have to decide um, how to do it how does it work well on the organ does it have a lot of uh, jazz influence too this electronic organ technique that you use a little bit a little bit. Not, not so much some jazzy chords, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. I, I use um, the, the, the sevens and the, mm-hmm. the uh, nines and elevens, for example. Um, yes, that's, I think that is important, that's important for, the, for that music. Um, sometimes it don't work on the organ so good. Uh-huh. And the walking bass, right? With, yeah. the, with, the, with the pedals, probably similar to Double bass playing, boom, 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 yeah, boom, absolutely. Boom. Yeah, and then you meet, uh, must have a very good beat. Mm-hmm. It must be boom, boom, and then you must have the, the beat feeling mm-hmm. with that song. But it's uh, it's playable with the organ. It's a it's a completely different skill set to have mm-hmm. for an organist, and uh, uh, there are probably people who play. Christian pop music, and there are people who play, let's say, classical organ music. But you play both, right? I play both. You can I, play I both. love both. And uh, you combine both skills, and uh, this is probably just an advantage to you, right? Because you can work in both markets, <laughs> so to say, uh, fill the two market niches. Yeah, yeah and I, I like it. Um, uh, sometimes um, I think about the audience. Mm-hmm. And when when um, someone comes new to an, uh, to an organ uh, concert, and um, he gets this modern organ music style and uh, with uh, modern classical organ music style, and it's uh, they don't um, understand that music, so it's, it's they don't get a feeling to that music. That's it's so untypical typical to, to the music they hear in in, in the workday. And I think sometimes we must um, put put them. Uh, we must take them to the organ, to the organ sound. Um, I, t- I told readers uh, sometimes I played uh, um, uh, a rock song on organ. Mm-hmm. For example, I, uh, after a service, end of the service, um, I said to the pastor, "You made the beat for the for the concretation." Stamp, stamp, clap, stamp, stamp, clap, mm-hmm. and the, the congregation don't know what to do. But they do stamp, stamp, clap, stamp, stamp, clap, and I play on the organ. We will rock you. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, 
I think about how how to um, to create an organ, and the best way is to play an, an pedal solo. So the theme, um, uh, the Queen singer uh, Freddie Mercury sing. Yes. Uh, I played on the, on the pedal with pedal solo, mm -hmm. and on the refrain you played uh, the whole chords with the mandolin. It was a, an, an absolutely um, lively, lively a feeling in, in, in the, the concretation. They are very happy and they know their song. That's the most can, important thing. They know they the song. They know the song. They are participated in the song. Mm -hmm. They are important to, to have to, clapping, to yeah. clap the beat. They have stamp and clap the beat. And uh, it was an, an, an happy ending of that. Uh, that was. Mm -hmm. I wonder, I wonder if uh, if your concerts can be even more engaging like that because of that, because you can not only play, you know, classical organ repertoire, the chorales, right, in, in, combined together, but also uh, some rock music uh, or Christian pop music uh, arranged for the organ too. Is if you mix them well together and create a nice arc in the concert program. This experience might be quite unique, I would say. Right. So my last con last concert, I made a concert last year. Mm -hmm. um, this was a concert with um, film music, modern rock music, like We uh, Rock You, or um, uh, well-known songs uh, and um, uh, uh, songs who are um, uh, written for the organ. Um, Uh, but uh, they are very popular and um, popular, I think. Mm -hmm. The whole concert and um, the church was full of mm -hmm. a huge audience. And it was success, right? Mm -hmm. People were uh, probably commenting to you <laughs> and uh, thanking to you afterwards. Yeah, mm -hmm. absolutely. Interesting, interesting so, idea, yeah. But I had one uh, one great challenge in my past, and I, I would share it in, in, in that um, podcast community or to that podcast community. Um, it's, a, it's a great thing on organ. What I, I did on organ was a concert with organ and orchestra, mm -hmm. and uh, I played the solo part. It was a, a an idea for my 40th birthday, and. Um, uh, I decided to play um, Charles Gounod, mm -hmm. Sweet, uh, Sweet Concertante, and it's a, a, a piece of music played, uh, composed for um, piano with, uh, with pedals, a pedal piano. Okay. And um, I, I found it on, on YouTube, and it, it's a very nice piece of, of music, and I... Uh, I um, practice uh, nine months to learn that, p the, that music <laughs> and at the end I played with an orchestra of uh, 35 um, members and we played together this piece. Mm -hmm. It was a very, very, um, yeah, very um, thing for my heart. Interesting. And very good thing. And I think it's, it's very important for an organist um, to learn to play with others. Mm -hmm. Uh, ensembles, orchestras, choirs. Orchestras, yeah, mm -hmm. something like that. Um, most of the time you play for your own. Mm -hmm. uh, you practice for your own, you play for your own. And um, I had a time of uh, six years where I played double bass in orchestra, classical double bass. And it was a very great time to learn to play with the others. Uh, 
tun and that helped you now. Das helft mir jetzt nicht, Problem ist enorm. Ja, ja, ja. Und das ist sehr wichtig. Go down from the organ balcony, talk to the people, play with other people together. Um, four or five months ago, we had the service for, um, I don't know, um, uh, it's, um, uh, I don't know the, the exactly word, you have a an, an confirmation mm -hmm. service. Yeah, it's like confirmation, yeah. And um, I, I heard that there is a an, an soloist mm -hmm. um, who will play in, in the service. I don't know what he play. So. And he uh, um, come to the organ balcony and uh, put down his equipment with um, playback and uh, he put out a saxophone. Mm -hmm. And um, he put the sheet music on it. Um, the song, uh, a song from Toy Story. Toy Story. Toy Story. All oh, right. Well, Disney movie Toy Story. Yes, yes, yes. You've got a friend of mine. Mm -hmm. no. And. Exactly, I prepared that sheet music for the uh, for the service. Mm -hmm. So, uh, two minutes before the service started, we decided to play it together in the service. Mm -hmm. And was it we, successful? It was successful. We never uh, had and an, an, uh, we never played it together before. Mm -hmm. But in the service, we played together. Mm -hmm. That was very great and amazing. Who, who would play that song in, 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 in a service? Yeah. Which organist and which? Uh, yes. <laughs> and um, saxophonist. And people loved it, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. What did Pastor say? Oh, he's, a, he's amazing. He, he, he likes that uh, that I do modern music. Mm -hmm. It depends on the on the on the taste of, of the leader, probably of the pastor too. Which kind of music will be performed during services too? Yeah. Which one he would uh, support more, mm -hmm. right? And uh, it's it's a great collaboration because if you like this music and the pastor likes the same, it's the same kind of music. You can work together very well. Imagine if you, for example, liked this music, but but the pastor was maybe more into choral singing, right? Or 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 um, if it was, uh, let's say, Catholic Church, Gregorian chant, yeah, yeah. and you would be into rock music and pop music, it wouldn't <laughs> work, right? It wouldn't work, absolutely. You, have to, you would have to, you know, get over yourself and learn something that you don't appreciate. But now, uh, since, past, since the pastor likes this, people appreciate that too, and both uh, the organist, the cantor probably likes that too, and... Uh, It's um, it's a great team teamwork. Mm. Yeah, but you can sometimes you can play modern music um, or uh, modern contemporary music um, at the ending of a service or something like that. The other problem is that we have a very old congregation. Old. Very old. Okay. Uh, sometimes we we have um, only 10, 15 or 20 persons inside the church, and the the age is. Perhaps 70 and up. All the grey here. <laughs> All grey here. <laughs> All right. Um, but uh, that's an important thing. The computation or the, the audience in the concert changed. I visited another organist who, um, who does uh, rock music in, in, in church for concert as well. And um, in that concert, you see other people. In, in the concert, not only the grey hair, uh, 
part. Um, there are men with uh, leather jackets okay. and jeans jackets and um, young people. Fashionable. Other, other fashionable, mm -hmm. other people. Mm -hmm. And they go to church and hear their music they know, but play it from an organ. Mm -hmm. And they're interested. And you can play an, an, a bombastic sound. And mm -hmm. that's good possible for rock music. Do you use uh, electronic instruments in your services? And um, piano. On, yeah. Just piano. But just it's an like acoustical piano, right? No, it's an electronic, electronic piano. piano. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. pipe organ and electronic piano, right? Interesting combination. They could be well played together as a duet. Do you have any anybody else who can play keyboards with your with you? Yeah, sometimes. Sometimes, sometimes in, we did it as. We had in, in, in concert in, in our church with uh, Ong and piano in, in one church. We have a very beautiful um, piano inside um, from, ninth, uh, from uh, Dresden, uh, 20th century, beginning of 20th century. And it sounds very good together, mm -hmm. organ and, and uh, piano. Mm -hmm. Now, um, when you go back to Germany, what, um, what you will be working on? After you go back from vacation, yeah, that's the uh, plan. <coughs> One idea is to uh, to make uh, next year an, an, another level for um, choir conducting. Mm -hmm. um, since five or six years, I'm a choir conductor as for an um, evangelic um, church choir, mm -hmm. and it's so good, so good feeling of, of that. And I will make the perhaps I will make the next level to get an, an B level, mm -hmm. B level for lay persons. Um, and the other thing I um, found some very beautiful um, YouTube videos about Bach uh, two-part invention, and I thought, oh, that's very beautiful music. I will learn it and play it perhaps for an the organ. Two-part inventions. Two-part inventions. Yeah, which are created for the keyboard, right? <laughs> It works really well for any type of keyboard instruments because, you know, both voices are, are completely independent and uh, obligato and they uh, they sound like two different instruments. On the organ, you, they could be played actually on two different manuals mm -hmm. with two different kinds of stops. Yeah, it's possible, I found it. When, when I have one manual, you can just play everything on one manual. But you could play <laughs> on one manual, too. Yeah. yeah but it's, um, it's, it's so amazing. Sometimes I played uh, the huge organ music. The well-known Die Moltokrater or something. Uh, um, um, Vidor Toccata, probably. Um, uh, Le Valley or something like like mm -hmm. the, like that. Uh, um, Chuck Lem Lemons, the mm -hmm. fanfare yes. Lemons, on the small organ with one manual. Mm -hmm. It sounds different, but it's I think it sounds good. Mm -hmm. Well, a little bit like harmonium, right? Uh, no, no, not, not very not like, like harmonium. Okay. It has a, the organ has a very good sound in that small church, mm -hmm. so it makes sense. Sometimes in, in small churches here in Lithuania, we have, instead of organs, pipe organs, mm -hmm. we have harmoniums. Mm -hmm. uh, so organists have to learn how to pump to the play and, <laughs> and also play uh, historical yeah. organ repertoire sometimes, too, hopefully. Wonderful. So, uh, so lots of plans when you go back, uh, learning uh, 
require conducting, right? Preparing for B exam. Uh, for B exam, it's a little bit different, right? The level is higher. You have to learn more, probably, music theory, harmony, and uh, what else? Real organ repertoire, probably. Uh, what else? Improvisation, probably. Oh, yes. Mm-hmm. I do improvisation for um, for the beginning of, of uh, the song mm-hmm. uh, to, to introduce it in, in, to the uh, quotation, um, but I do I don't do um, great improvisation. Mm-hmm. Not yet, you say. No, not, not yet. yet. Okay. <laughs> perhaps in, in, you will... perhaps in, 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 in future. Yeah. Um, um, there are two things that inspire me to do more freely music. Uh, one is your podcast, and then you. your your. Um, your ideas. It's very good for me. Every time you say you must not be perfect, you must be your own, you must be your own personality. And the other side, um, you find a lot of uh, YouTube uh, videos where some persons um, filmed their uh, playing. Mm-hmm. And um, you have, I think you have two different parts. It's a very good professionals. Um, and so lay persons who play something, and that makes me um, makes me feel um, makes my feeling opener to to mm-hmm. um, to be um, um, has to be um, um, I don't know um, has to be free uh, free to play right. yeah, to, to play a, a small part of uh, introduce the song or. Um, totally an, an ending after the uh, song ends and the concretation uh, stops singing and um, yeah, and, and I get a good feedback of that yeah. have you ever tried recording yourself like 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 I do you know like yeah, only for my uh, for my own to to, to, um, to check the, the, the music to check the playing in preparation for concert or um, not to, to publish yes. Like you were finding sometimes videos which inspired you to play better and in the style of that videos. Uh, and these videos are made by other people. Mm-hmm. You could be that person forever, you know. Yeah. Uh, if you record yourself, put it on yourself, your own YouTube channel, and then little by little you, you make a larger and larger archive of your videos. If you do this regularly, People get, uh, you know, acquainted with your style, and you get feedback. Sometimes you you react if you want. If you if you don't like critique, you can <laughs> shut down comments at all. You can you ignore if you want. Sometimes it's really tricky to to ignore those critics, but you have to live with that. You know, if you put your work out there, you're saying for people, my work is here. And they are invited to, to comment if they want, you know. Yeah. And and sometimes it hurts, you know, if, if they find a mistake. <laughs> this is a mistake in in measure four, you know. How dare you to teach others and you cannot play without mistake? <laughs> this was my my experience <laughs> once. I played uh, Messians, mm-hmm. Ascension, the suite, and in the third movement with big chords and and but passages. There was like a, a small insignificant mistake, you know, and that the person found that mistake and pointed out ah, like that. So then, you know, I usually ignore those people, but I I wrote to him, uh, you know, thank you so much. 
Can you teach me how to play this piece? Where is your video? He's <laughs> gone. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, no, no video. All he can <laughs> is to criticize. <laughs> yeah, but um, it's not so inspiring from from your side. Yeah? Mm -hmm. um, you are so so easy going on, on it, and it's a good idea to. Um, and, and Lithuan and or Vilnius organist and publish in, in the whole world. Yeah, nothing New stops music. me, right? Yeah. There is no no rule, no videos <laughs> allowed. To Anybody can do. If you have a cell phone, you have a you have a small uh, studio here, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> production <absolutely. laughs> studio. You can put audio, you can put video. From that, uh, it's uh, maybe it's not the best quality, you know, for let's say CD recordings mm -hmm. of course or radio but it, it works just fine for online purposes yeah. you know mm. absolutely it's scary sometimes of course because you don't know how people will react but from my own experience uh, fear is bigger than reality obviously sometimes those critics send some things to you but but most of the time people are really polite and, and thank you mm -hmm. so you have nothing to care about <laughs> yeah but this is I think it's a, it was a long period of, of my my own behavior um, we played organ because it's an, an, an instrument upside at the end of the church uh, high balcony no one would be around and uh, you play for your own and um, perhaps it's a part of your personality to be uh, for your own and not a, a published and, and, and an open person. Mm -hmm. I need a long time, and I'm not, not an, an open person, but I need a long time to, to change that. And um, one part that helps me, I'm uh, since six years I'm a chairman of an, an, an um, of an, uh, what's the meaning for I? It's like a union. Like a, a union um, mm -hmm. uh, from uh, Christian culture and Christian yeah. music. And we do concerts and um, as this German, German, I have to uh, stand in front of the audience and um, make the, the greetings and, and uh, introduction of, of the concerts. Um, get the people out of their money because the entrance is free but they have uh, sometimes they have to spend for, for the content. Entrance is free but exit is paid, <laughs> right? <laughs> so our aim is to do music for everyone and um, music and, and, and culture for everyone and we want to, um, we don't want to have an, an, an um, difference between the, with, with the entrance if you pay to, to the music. Mm -hmm. But sometimes, uh, if you have money, you can spend you know, donations, right? Donations mm -hmm. for the concert. Yeah. Ten or twenty euros. Yeah, nice, um, nice system. Uh, I know in Catholic churches they don't allow tickets, um, at least in Lithuania, but probably in Germany too. In Catholic churches, uh, but donations are sometimes a way to work around that. Yeah, organ concerts are normally um, with free entrance. Mm -hmm. In Germany there are huge numbers of organ concerts mm -hmm. around. And if you uh, open the newspaper in, in, in Stuttgart, you can have uh, 5, 10, 15 organ concerts every weekend in, in Germany. Mm -hmm. nice. in, in the area of Stuttgart. Mm -hmm. So you have a, a, a lot of um, possibilities uh, to go uh, to, to a concert. And normally they are free. Sometimes they um, cost a little bit of money. Mm -hmm. um, 
if there is some specific uh, concert or some festival, uh, some festival or something. Like that. But uh, the most of the series are from free. Mm -hmm. So then, how do you fund those concerts? If not, they are, if they are not paid, then you you probably get donations from yeah. people or uh, from foreign uh, for from organization who. Uh, who organizes uh, this concert series, people on the board can donate, right, their own yeah, collection. Yes. Some of the members who paid members. Uh, an, an, an annual um, mm -hmm. donation and uh, um, they help to, to organize all the, the concert and the, the workaround. Um, we sell some drinks, mm -hmm. we make a break in the concert uh -huh. and we sell some drinks and some food. Or, um, We sell drinks and the food is for free, for example. Mm -hmm. um, that helps uh, to get um, um, uh, to get money for that uh, for that work. Yeah, I've noticed in in Sweden in Stockholm they have um, the system where they sell coffee tea uh, during lunchtime and people from uh, not the congregation but around the city can tourists even come and, and buy their coffee and tea and leave the money to the congregation mm -hmm. yeah they have volunteers uh, selling the tea and preparing and cookies and uh, sweets uh, <laughs> with that but but it works yes so our members do the bakery and then do finger foods and mm -hmm. prepare finger foods And um, this is part of the concert, and it makes uh, sense. The audience can talk together and, and uh, share their impressions, perhaps with the, um, with the, um, with the players and then with the... With the um, uh, It's really good that the people uh, are interacting after the, the concert together, like a community, and organists can uh, participate and... Uh, You get feedback from the audience. It's really, it's really nice. Uh, sometimes, uh, if there is nothing going on after the concert, a person just takes a bow and uh, and leaves. You know, mm -hmm. in in ten minutes, changes clothes and leaves. And uh, this is not really complete experience, right? Yeah. yeah but I think it's difficult in such a uh, large church to, mm -hmm. to organize organize it. Mm -hmm. We have a very small church. 100 or 200 seats, mm -hmm. and uh, it's a modern church so, um, built up in 1970. Um, so you have everything uh, um, together, and the audience must go through the uh, through the foods. And uh, uh, in, in such a large church, it's a little bit different. Mm -hmm. You must find other settings. So, so Andreas, if you could go back in time uh, to the time when you first started playing the organ what would you tell yourself what you do, would you do different I never do um, learning the, the double bass mm -hmm. helps me to learn um, other kind of um, uh, um, uh, other kind of um, uh, prepare or not, not prepare um, for for um, Uh, practicing uh, the melody and, 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 and the organ part. Mm -hmm. um, with learning double bass, I, um, my, my teacher told me um, change the rhythm of, of a melody. Use um, uh, the function 
äh, Jane's Rhythm, Jane's Funktion, ähm, Play it backwards, ähm, do the different things with the melody, uh, use metronome and go two step up, four step down, mm -hmm. up and down, so the, to change um, the, the, the speed. Um, all that kind of stuff, and I don't know as a young person. Mm -hmm. And sometimes it, it, it's it's very good and helpful to get to get uh, to learn that. Mm -hmm. As a young person, I I sit in church and I play two hours for my own and play and play and, and repeat the song uh, the song or repeat the piece every time. Uh, mostly the, the whole piece. Um, it was good, but I, I think so. so to practice uh, in small parts would be better. Mm -hmm. It's a nice advice, uh, of course, to improve your practice this way, to to change up the rhythms, tempi, and methods of working out with the melody. To people can get more creative with what they are practicing and how they are practicing. Not only playing from the beginning until the end, mm -hmm. but not only playing the difficult spots, but but doing some things a little bit unexpected manner. This changes up the neuron pathways in their brain too, <laughs> and uh, it requires them to learn new techniques and uh, new skills. Yeah. For example, when we play um, 18th, um, and bum, 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 in your music, you have to play bum, 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 bum. And you can play and play bum, 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 bum. Dotted rhythms. Yeah, dotted rhythm or bum, 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 bum. Reverse dotted yeah. rhythms, yes. And um, it makes it's, it's a totally different uh, to play it uh, with your fingers. Mm -hmm. Sometimes you, have messed, you must uh, remind and, and think totally different when you play it with a... Uh, or if you... Uh, if you Dun, dun, dun. You're basically stopping every other note. Dun, 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 dun. Or if you start uh, stop every two notes. Dun, 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 dun. This accent is completely yeah. different, right? And sometimes it doesn't coincide with the meter. Or every three notes. Dun, 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 dun. And then four notes. Dun, 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 dun. That's difficult already. Yeah. And you make this uh, fragment longer and longer and longer, and you get to s to play up to speed this way. Yeah. Interesting. Wonderful. Thank you so much. Uh, we've been chatting for almost an hour now, Andreas. Where could um, uh, our listeners find out more about you and your work? <laughs> I have no homepage. I have no YouTube channel. Perhaps in future. <laughs> in the future, yes. Um, I can update. Yes, I, I sent you some um, information about my organs. Yes. You can find um, there on, on the homepage of the of the um, concretation. You can find me, and you can find our um, union or. Um, uh, so I will send you the link. Uh -huh. Uh -huh. What about um, social media? Are you on Facebook, for example? I'm on Facebook, yes, um, but not uh, very active. In, not very active. Uh, so active. people, if they want really to connect with you, they could find Andreas Pan and they could uh, write a message to you, right? Yeah, you mm -hmm. get an email, you can write a Facebook message, or you can, that's, that's possible. Mm -hmm. Sorry for that, but... Uh, <laughs> That's okay. That's okay. The last thing I was going to ask you, 
do you know we have this weekly secrets of organ playing contest where people submit their videos mm -hmm. uh, to to youtube channel and then they share those videos uh, on the steam platform and then uh, we have entries and uh, we, we judge and we have price, prices even so people who participate in those contests see that their motivation to practice and uh, skill level improves so fast and i was thinking about you because you mentioned you are going to start practicing for b exam Right? Choir conductor, yes. Quite, quite. Oh, this is not organ, right? <coughs> not organ, no, it's choir oh. conductor. Sorry for that. To be, I see. be example, choir conductor. So then it doesn't work, right? <laughs> because it's just for organ. But yeah. if you ever wanted to, to in, let's say, let's say, submit a video to your own YouTube channel, you can you can make it as a as an entry right. for our competition too. Yeah, absolutely, I will send it to you. Mm. <laughs> Excellent. I use it. I, I thought about it. I, I, every time I think I'm not good enough, I make always mistakes. Sometimes I um, um, make a video in, 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 my, in my service. I, um, mm -hmm. and, uh, but it's not really, and it's not, every time it's not really good for me to share it with others. You know, it's, it's such a such a strange feeling. I know what you mean and I know how people feel, right? I, I'm doing this for for a decade maybe, right? Uh, I started my YouTube channel in in 2007 and uh, now it's 2019 so basically 12 years. It's, it's kind of second nature to me to record myself and share it. But for people who haven't done this before or who just uh, think they're not good enough, it's really uh, stressful, you know. Um, and we have, but sometimes we have participants who are just starting to play the organ as a beginner, you know. We have the, this one lady and she plays like a simple, simple trio, right hand, left hand and pedals by Lemons uh, uh, from his organ school. And she puts the cell phone to record, and it's so so basic material. The quality is not good, you know. But nevertheless, what she she has done over this year is incredible. Their their motivation to practice increases because of that. Uh, her skill set increases as well. So. I think comparing to other beginners, she is progressing much faster because of, of uh, you know, bravery to, to record herself. Yeah. And of course, you could record yourself just for practice purposes and never share with anybody. But then, uh, but then it's, it's a sort of, it's a, it's a feeling that it's only for you, not for anybody else. And then after a while, you, you you lose motivation. Why should I do this if it's only for me, right? I know how I play anyway, so so I might just as well stop, you know, because nobody else is listening. But if you put your your work online, you know somebody else will listen, and it's scary but also very exciting, you know. Mm. Maybe somebody will like it, you know. Yes. And <laughs> okay. people usually Sometimes, do. Yeah, you are very inspiring. That's the first step, and I think it's the first step. Step is the, step is the biggest, the, the biggest step. challenge. The first. The biggest step. 
uh, like for people sometimes the biggest challenge is to sit down on the bench when you sit down it's easy to play they will practice for 30 minutes easy but the biggest uh, time uh, it's challenge is to find the time and sit down and if they find the time then the, still they have you know many things to do with uh, internet the, uh, watch TV or uh, watch the movies or go to the uh, uh, concerts but but they still need to sit down that's mm-hmm. the biggest challenge for people sometimes I find if I sit down my day is not spent mm. in a bad way. <laughs> yeah. Yes, it's a good feeling to sit on the organ bench. Absolutely. And if I sit down and play, I might as well record myself. You know, <laughs> two, two, two things at once. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Thank you so much for this conversation. It was inspiring for other people. I hope, and um, people will use your ideas to get better. And I hope we meet again. Thank you, Vilas. Yeah, I hope so too. This blog is supported by Total Organist, the most comprehensive organ training program online, where you will find courses for every area of organ playing, including technique, practice, sight reading, repertoire playing, hymn playing, improvisation, composition, music theory and harmony, with hundreds of scores and thousands of exercises. Here is what some of the students are saying. Hugh writes, The sight reading course has helped me tremendously. Thank you very much for your SS courses and all your help. Robert writes, I found the fingerings, registration ideas and general comments to be excellent. John writes, I have found your download very helpful. It was really excellent. I have watched some of your teaching videos and when I read your instructions. I try to imagine you are there teaching me. You may feel disappointed that I am two three days behind, but I am a slow learner, and I have committed to taking the time to get it right as you say. But the other night my wife commented that she had never heard me play such a detailed melody in the left hand so well. My left hand is generally poor. Robert writes, It has been a great pleasure in my life of having discovered your courses and material as well as the YouTube work of recordings. You have a calm and pleasant way of teaching. Ron writes, Hi Vides and Osha. Thank you guys. What a wonderful response to my email note to you. You've got me right, and I feel you understand my level of playing. Yes, at home and lucky that I have an organ for that reason. I am paying attention to this, and I am going to try this haha no longer secret model. Yes, and I love Caesar Frank too. What is very nice about your blog podcast is that Osha and Vidas are like a Socratic dialogue, and by bouncing things off of each other, so much more information comes out and is expressed. Your comments contain a wealth of information and understanding. I really appreciate this. It is very inspiring and will keep us moving forward. Would you like to receive the same or even better results that our students are getting? If so, join them at organduo.lt slash total dash organist. And of course, you will get the first month free too. You can cancel anytime. Also, if you haven't yet subscribed to receive free updates of this blog, make sure you do that at organduo.lt. 
By subscribing, you will also receive free video How to Master Any Organ Composition and 10-Day Organ Playing Mini Course. This was Vidas and Osha from Secrets of Organ Playing. And remember, when you practice, miracles happen.